Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Rundown, presented by the Minnesota Daily. I'm your host, Nolan O'Hara. The Gophers men's basketball team finally ended its three-game skid with a a 79-61 win over Nebraska last week. So we're going to dive back back into basketball and uh, talk about these last two games against uh, Rutgers and Nebraska and preview the game coming up Thursday against Purdue. Um, So I have our basketball beat reporter back again, AJ Condon, to break down these last couple games. AJ, it's good to have you here. How are you doing? Yeah, doing pretty good. Um, Excited to be back on the weekly rundown and to finally talk about a win. So it should be a fun time. For sure. We kind of missed um, the opportunity to talk about all the wins. And then we kind of started the podcast back up (laughs) right when they hit this skid. Um, So it hasn't been as much fun as it would have been, say, after Iowa on Christmas Day. But, uh, but you know, it's it's still chugging along nonetheless. So. Exactly. So here we are. Um, and, you know, last time you were here, we did talk about the team's road struggles. Um, and the Gophers were in the middle of a road run here where it looked like they could pick up a couple wins, um, but it just didn't happen that way. It was still kind of uh, – it, it was still tough. It didn't happen. Um and, you know, we talked about the Maryland loss at home and, and Purdue on the road. I mean, I guess what went wrong now in this game against Rutgers where it was close, but they just couldn't quite come out with a win. Yeah, I mean, this is the first time that on the road it actually looked like they might get their first win. Um, what really happened, though, was that still slow start at the beginning of the game. Um, that kind of just set the tone for the whole game. They were able to take the lead at by halftime, uh, but it's just too hard when you start slow on the road to be able to overcome that um, for the rest of the game. So... One positive that I did take out of this, though, is that they were in the game for the whole game. Um, they had a shot at the end. Marcus Carr had that opportunity at a three-point shot. Um, and talking more about that last shot is a lot of people were ripping on Carr for taking that last shot, but he's been the guy all year. Um, I know he forced that shot up, but honestly, there's not really many other guys on this team that I would want taking that last shot. Um, Carr probably should have passed him out because he was double-teamed. Um, but at the end of the day, Carr's the best guy on this team. You want him taking that last shot. Um, another thing that stuck out to me was Jamal Mashburn um, continually will have a really good first half, and it'll be a great spark off the bench, and he'll have nine, ten points in the first half. But he just, he'll come out of the second half and just not be a huge factor anymore. Um, and we'll get into that more uh, with, this, with this last game because he was actually able to do the opposite. But he just he hasn't been scoring in the second half after a really good first half. And he's a guy that the Gophers need to um, be able to get going in that second half to continue their momentum and play a full forty twenty or a full forty minutes instead of just twenty. Right. I mean, you know, Mashburn coming off the bench, it's nice when he can provide that offensive spark for him because I mean, out, like outside a car, there's just not much offense happening with this team. And you know, them him taking the last shot of the game—that's the least of the Gophers' worries. There's nobody else you'd rather see shooting that shot. I mean. There's nobody else you'd think who's going to make, you know? Exactly, so it, it, exactly. it's uh, it's one of those things, like, it, it might not have been the best uh, best look, but you don't want anybody other than Carr taking that shot. Um, and, you know, they they finally came out of that game and, and came out with a win in their next one against Nebraska, which the score looks really good on paper. They won by 18 points, um, and they got back on track. But even in that game, there were some of the same problems we saw and the losses, like the one up against Maryland and Purdue and and uh, Rutgers. So I guess what was your kind of takeaway from that game, um, when, you know, watching it here at the barn? Yeah, so if I'm an opponent that's playing the Gophers um, in the future, I'm going to play zone de- 
zone defense against them um, because that's exactly what Nebraska did. And first of all, it shouldn't have been an 18-point win. Second of all, Nebraska probably should have won that game because the Gophers went on a huge hiatus without scoring a point and without even making a field goal. Um, that was because of their stone defense. The Gophers tried to shoot their way out of it by shooting threes, which we've talked about, I think, every week on this podcast. They can't do. Uh, they went 8 of 36 uh, this past game shooting the three, which if you're not a mathematician, that's just <laughs> not good at all. I mean, I don't even have to get into the um, details about that. That's just not a good shooting percentage. Uh, but they continue to shoot the three. So if I'm Purdue next week, if I'm any other Big Ten team that I see the Gophers on the schedule, I'm going to switch to zone D. Because um, if the Gophers beat me by shooting the three, then they deserve to beat uh, that team. Another thing in that game was Robbins is starting to get back into these foul troubles. Um, he took a big break from playing aggressive and getting fouls early. And these past few games, he started to get back into um, kind of how he played at the beginning of the season, getting some lazy fouls, getting some frustration fouls. And that just leads to him being on the bench for a longer period of time. Um, Marcus Carr also got in some foul trouble, though that was just one that was one side of Blue Moon. I uh, wasn't too worried about that. Um, another thing that uh, I took away from this game was the defense rebounding. Uh, Tino's talked so much about in these interviews um, post-game about boxing out and being physical because the Big Ten is one of the most physical leagues um, in the nation. And the Govers have struggled time and time again on not allowing offense rebounds, and that's something they allowed a lot in the first half. They were able to fix in the second half, but you can't be giving up these offense rebounds in a league like this and giving teams um, too many opportunities because they're going to make you pay for it, and a better team than Nebraska is probably going to beat you because of those offense rebounds. Um, and then the last thing is Carr can just still finish at will, no matter what it is. Um, he's able to finish at the, ram, at the rim whenever he wants, and he finally got back on track. And he looked more like himself when he was putting up 25, 30 points at the end of the season. Yeah, I think it's interesting talking about, you know, teams playing his own defense, uh, how that would be your strategy. Because, I mean, the Gophers offense runs off of car driving to the basket, like you said, and Robbins in the paint. Um, that's where they're good. And, yeah, if you can take away those things, it's definitely harder for this team to win. Um and you know we also have talked about the three point shooting uh, every single every single week it seems like, um, but I don't know it, it's one of those like you kind of have to revisit because at this point, you know Patino said it he said if you're the worst three point shooting team in the league, why would you take the most shots? I mean you know so he's aware of the problem. I mean they thought shot thirty six threes has he has he offered any. Um, more insight into like why they continue to do that. I mean, is this just uh, in game? Like it just happens, or is is are they still? Is this part of the strategy with this team? I think part of the problem is that they are getting open shots, and I think it's tough for coach to say don't take open shots um, because you're not going to get many of them. So when they're getting these open shots, um, every time they take a three, I'm I'm watching Patino, and he's optimistic. I can tell by his body language, like he thinks, and he obviously wants it to go in. And when it doesn't, I can just see the letdown because it's just time after time. And it's it's more with Gabe every time. I, I swear, his hands go up. Like, he's so excited for Gabe to make a three. Um, and when it falls, he's pumped. But when it doesn't, he doesn't even get that mad. It's just, like, let down um, because they are open shots. These are shots college kids should make, especially if they want to go on to the next level. So I really don't expect much to change because it hasn't yet. Um and it's been a problem this whole season, and we're 20-plus games, in, almost 20 games into the season, and nothing's changed yet, so I really don't see much changing after it. Yeah, you definitely can't completely tra- change the uh, strategy 
uh, this late in the season. Um, but I think Patino did have some some interesting takeaways, you know, reading your story after the Nebraska game, particularly talking about the rebounding. I mean, the Gophers were great on the offensive and um, not so great on the defensive end. And I think there were some concerns he has moving forward, I guess. What um, what is he looking for more so from that, that team rebounding uh, defensively? Yeah, so um, he's obviously loved what he's been getting on the offense glass. Brandon Johnson and Leah Robbins have been two guys who have just been huge um, for the Gophers on the offensive glass. And they're going to continue to work together well. Um, they both kind of feed off each other. And they both work um, kind of against each other but with each other. They call it a war uh, between the two. But in the best way possible because they box out together and they get that offense rebound. And yes, it goes to stat on one person. It's pretty much a combined stat because they're doing so much work together. Um, so that's a huge thing that the Gophers are getting. They're getting second chance points. Um, but that's also going to come with the other teams probably going to have the same um, chances. They're also going to get off offensive boards. And that's one thing that Patino has harped on so much is getting a body on defenders um, because that's just something the, the Gophers fail to do sometime. In this past week against – um, Nebraska, there was one possession counting a missed free throw where they had four offensive rebounds. Um, and it ended up turning into three point. So a four points in one possession with four offensive rebounds. Um, Patino was furious after that possession. I remember watching him on the sideline and he talked about it after this Nebraska game that they're about to play Purdue, which is one of the uh, most physical teams in the Big Ten. And last time around, they got hammered on the, on the glass. So that's going to be one thing that I know they're going to be working on, and they have been working on in practice leading up to this Purdue game tomorrow. Right. It's it's one of those things you look at the Nebraska game, and, and if you're bad on the defensive glass against Nebraska, it's, you're probably not going to be doing too well against <laughs> Purdue. And, and in the same vein, you know, you're not going to have the same uh, amount of opportunities on, on the offensive end as you will uh, against a Nebraska team. Yep. So, you know, kind of looking towards this game on, on Thursday uh, – they they lost to Purdue earlier in the year. Um, so like, what kind of challenges you know do you see? Like, what 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 kind of what was Purdue able to do last time around? Um, and you know, we also talked a lot about Trevion Williams and Zach Eady, and and how can the Gophers do a better job against those two guys? Yeah, so um, the Gophers were leading this game. Um, it looked like honestly a game that they were going to be able to pull out on the road. And after a full forty minutes, they weren't able to pull it out. And one of the things Patino said in that. Uh, press conference was they played a really good 20 minutes a really good first half but they got to start learning how to play that full 40 minutes and that's something they're, they're going to need to do against teams in the Big Ten because the Big Ten is a very deep and good conference um, so the first thing that they need to do uh, for Thursday is play a full 40 minutes um, the second thing is don't let them shoot Purdue that is don't let them get hot from three and don't let them shoot so many threes um, they went I think it was either 0 of 5 or 0 of 6 in the first half then they went 8 of 10 from 3 in the second half, and that was a big reason for that comeback. Um, they had Travion Williams and Zach Eady were both really good, but it was more uh, Brandon Newman who really hurt the Gophers. He had 29 points in that game. Uh, and then on the Gophers' side, Marcus Carr needs to be uh, more of a threat. He went 2 of 13 um, in that matchup last time, which we know that Marcus Carr and Liam Robbins, we've talked about how those are the two biggest uh, contributors to the offense. And if your biggest one is going two for 13, you're not going to win many games. Um, and then just with our last segment is do not allow offense boards because that killed them um, in their last meeting. Yeah, for sure. You, you know, you talk about the the play 40 minutes. Um, was it against was it against Rutgers where Patino was like, we played a great 37 minutes? 37 and a half minutes, yeah. 
That's what they got to do. They just got to figure out how to play the full 40 minutes because that's how long the game is, and you know the opponents are going to be playing those full 40, 40 minutes. So, Right, and you don't want to be like the um, the other Minnesota basketball team here that uh, <laughs> <laughs> that really has trouble um, closing out closing out games. Double-digit leads, too. Double-digit yeah, leads, that's yeah. We, that's that's the Minnesota basketball <laughs> that that um, the Gophers need to try and avoid. They don't want to play that brand. Um, I don't want to see that brand either. I'm lucky enough that the Timberwolves aren't on YouTube TV, so I can just watch on ESPN that they blew the lead, but I don't actually actually have to watch it. Yeah, happen. I can I can follow along with uh, the, our local yeah, beat or, reporters yeah, or here. Twitter and, too. Yeah, like yeah, so I could just scroll through Twitter and be like another 18 point yep. lead gone. Um, but yeah, um, and you know, looking back to this last matchup against Purdue too, was there anything else that stood out to you? You talked, uh, you know, a little bit about you know the offensive boards. You can't let um, Purdue do that. But I guess what else from that game kind of stands out? Looking towards this game Thursday. Yeah, it's really just slowing down Brandon Newman. Um, obviously, it's gonna be tough with Edie and uh, Trayvon Williams inside, and that's gonna go on Liam Robbins. Um, he can't be getting into this foul trouble because when he does, and you got a seven foot four guy in um, Edie. He's going to eat away in the paint, um, and that's just going to open up the outside shooting for Purdue, uh, which we saw in the second half. They went 8 of 10-4. So uh, Robinson has to stay in the game. Um, Govers just have to play good team defense and let that defense turn into offense. We've seen them in their transition play um, on long rebounds, on misses, getting steals. Take advantage of um, – Govers have to take advantage of their fast pace and just keeping Purdue on their heels. Yeah, it'll be. I think it'll be a fun game to watch to kind of see like where they progress since that last time. Um, I guess from your perspective, do you think they'll they'll um, play better, fare better, worse this go around? And um, I guess why so, and kind of what expectations do you have? Yeah, so this time around, um, I definitely think it's going to go uh, different for a few reasons. One, um, going into last game, they had just came off their first home loss and had a week break to kind of obviously practice but that was still in their mind that they just had their first home loss of the season and it was going to happen at some point but it just happened to happen before that first Purdue game uh looking into this matchup on Thursday they just came off um a dominant win I mean it was a it was an 18 point win that's a dominant win at home and it was only back on Monday so they don't have that much time to sit back and kind of relax they're just getting right back into um action in three days so I think that's gonna have a a big impact because back then um when the Gophers lost to Purdue that first time, they were going a week with the game and then a, another week until their next game. They finally have momentum. They're playing more games in a shorter span of time. Um, so I think it's definitely going to hap- or help a lot for Minnesota. Um, it's definitely going to be a closer game. I I don't really want to make a prediction because last time I think I was 0 for 3 and when we were trying to talk about the next road uh, three games, I went 0 for 3. Well, this is your chance to correct yourself this here. This is my chance. I'm going to – okay. I will go for it. I'm going to say the Gophers win by a possession. It's going to be a very close game, um, and it's going to come down to the wire. Um, and I honestly think it's going to come down to the wire with Purdue having a last shot um, and it not going in, and Gophers are able to hold out and kind of just start fighting back and getting more solidified in the NCAA tournament. For sure, and it is, it is a, like you said, it's a home game. Um, and I think one thing we've talked – we I don't know if we have actually talked about it, but, you know, the Gophers do play – better at home than they do on the road um if you haven't noticed if you haven't noticed yet this year they seem to be a little bit better at home um 
but yeah i think that's all we had for you here um aj thanks for joining us appreciate you being here and glad to talk some more basketball with you yeah as always nolan thanks for having me in other news Gopher Swim and Dive team made headlines Wednesday with Sarah Bacon earning the Big Ten Women's Diver of the Week honors and Max McHugh earning the Big Ten Men's Swimmer of the Week award. The Big Ten Diving Championships are coming up at the end of the month from February 24th to the 27th. Another team making headlines for the Gophers is the women's cross-country team. The Gophers were the Big Ten runner-up with Bethany Haas winning the title with a time of 20 minutes and 13.2 seconds, becoming the program's second-ever individual Big Ten champion. The fifth-ranked Gophers men's hockey team is coming off a difficult weekend against Wisconsin where they lost 4-1 last Friday and 8-1 last Saturday. They will look to get back on track this weekend against Notre Dame, a team they got swept by earlier in the year. The second-ranked Gophers women's hockey team is also coming off a series against Wisconsin. They lost 4-3 in overtime on Friday and tied 2-2 after overtime Saturday, but got an extra point in the shootout. They'll hit the heist again this weekend against a familiar opponent in the Ohio State Buckeyes. It'll be the third series against Ohio State this season, with Minnesota and Ohio State holding an even record against each other so far, 2-2. The Gophers volleyball team earned two five-set victories over Purdue last weekend. Stephanie Samady earned both Big Ten and AVCA Player of the Week honors for her dominant weekend where she tallied 48 kills and 36 digs. Schedule doesn't get any easier though for Minnesota, who faces Penn State at the PAV this Saturday and Sunday. That's all for this week. Be sure to check our website, mndaily.com, for more coverage, and tune in again next week to get the weekly rundown on all things Gopher Sports. Thanks. <laughs>